Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis. Cats at Night, the number one show at 5 o'clock. And we're here to deliver the news. You don't get it anywhere else. You get all the news... That's uh, we can we can say. I mean, we can talk about the truth. What is uh, it? Truth, justice, and the American way. Where is that thing? Truth, justice, and the American way. Where, where's the Superman? Uh, George Reeves. Thing? George Reeves. Uh, and uh, in the studio with us, we have uh, Judge uh, Richard Weinberg. We have Ed Cox and Curtis Lewa. Yes, you stopped by. Yeah, I came out of the subway to join you. Well, the, uh, the, the pigeons needed feeding. Yeah. Well, well, look look at this shirt that I have. Hold on a second. Who's look. that? My God, that's a lot of bird. Uh. I really just like pigeons. Okay, that's what his shirt says. We got to get social media on that. How about the bird, the bird flu? <laughs> uh, and my sidekick, Lydia Serrani. How are you, Lydia? I'm. Lydia? I am doing well, sir. We got a fantastic show for everyone. We are going to be speaking with Paul Launces. Did I say his last name correctly? Yes, Launces. And he's going to be talking about Warren Buffett. He made the Wall Street Journal. That was a big article on Saturday. Yep, Vito Fasella. He'll be talking to us about the Ferry Hawks and everything. and the Amazon uh, vote. The Amazon vote happened. Stay tuned to find out what happened. And political commentator George Arts will talk about how they're trying to get rid of the Ed Koch uh, name off the 59th Street Bridge. And Dr. Peter Mikolos, there's a new COVID vaccine. It's like a regular vaccine. So more on that. But first on the line, it's Monday, Bill O'Reilly. He's a prolific author. He's a historian. He's a teacher. He's an anchorman. He's got it all. And his latest book, Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists, came out today, didn't it? Tomorrow, Olivia, but thanks for mentioning it. Yes, Killing Um, the Killers. Certainly pre-order it today and uh, get it fast. Bill O'Reilly, what's on your mind today? Um, you know, I I want to plug the book, but I don't want to I don't want to do that now. My monologue tonight at nine o'clock was the um, story about the Blasio owing one point five million and then living in a luxurious hotel in Brooklyn at the same time. And I kind of said, whatever communist country I've ever visited, it's the same thing. Whereas the people in charge, the fat cats, they all live large and run up huge tabs, even though they're communists and everybody's supposed to be equal economically. They they don't walk the communist walk. And I think that's what we're seeing with de Blasio here. I predicted he will uh, file for bankruptcy because he's never going to be able to pay the $1.5 million. And some of that's to the city for car services and protection and things like that. Well, Bill, we were at the Inner Circle dinner on Saturday night, and uh, Bill de Blasio, uh, he ran over and insisted on taking a picture of me. Yeah. 
I hope you charged him for it, John. <laughs> he was so happy. He was walking around with this huge smile on his face. Well, you'd be happy, too, if you're not going to pay your debts, right? <laughs> it was like he was completely oblivious to the fact that he ruined our great city. And he doesn't I, see it that way. They no, never see it no, that way, ever. Right. Um, it's he was noble. He was virtuous. Yes. He I, I, I will tell you, I always liked the guy as a person. He did make a lot of mistakes, a lot. But you did you see how Curtis Sliwa? He was also at the inner circle. Did you? He uh, wanted a picture with you, Curtis. Yeah, I ran. Bill O'Reilly. I ran away from him. That, that would haunt me to the day that I would die. You, you know, I, I don't think I'd take a picture with De Blasio. I'm serious now. And I take pictures with with almost everybody who's polite and respectful and wants one. But I wouldn't really, you know, I think the guy was so destructive, so selfish, um, so deceitful um, that I just uh, don't have any respect for him. And I would never take a picture with somebody I don't have any respect for. He came over to our table. And normally when somebody comes over, I was always taught you're supposed to stand up and shake their hand. I just couldn't do it. I just sat there and I just was like, oh, you know, I was polite, yeah. but I just couldn't do it because I, I would be fake. I would be disingenuous because you know he decimated the city. You know what my main beef city. is against him, and it extends to Cuomo and Hochul as well. There are a lot of dead people because of these guys. He's right. You know, and, and their families have been altered forever negatively. And, and it's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll have irresponsible policies, and I'll demonize the police, which, of course, they're the only agency that can prevent murders, but uh, but I'll do that, and then I'll walk around asking everybody to post pictures. You know, when that, early on in the de Blasio administration, when he went to a funeral and the cops turned their backs on him, everybody remembers that, correct? Yep. The police did the right thing, mm-hmm. because you have to set a tone um, when you're a leader. And de Blasio was a leader of this city, and Hochul and Cuomo, leader of the state. You have to set a tone that puts the people first, not your dopey ideology, whether it's liberal or conservative, not your self-worth or power. You're elected to help and protect the people. That That is your job. Is there anybody, anybody going to say Bill de Blasio for eight years protected the people of New York City? Is there one person who's going to state that, that, you know, isn't a loon? I don't think so. Bill, Ed Cocker, the job is defined in very common sense terms, and you've got to be an executive to do it. He wasn't an executive. He just never got into it. But never his got philosophy of life is what bothers me most of all. Look, Joe Biden is governing in an irresponsible way. I mean, you, you have to know that you can't have an open border. You can't have runaway inflation. And, and the guy doesn't know what to do. But is it Biden's fault? Yes, it is in a way. But he's a diminished man. He, he didn't bring in a far left sensibility that's never worked anywhere. De Blasio did. He brought it in, and, and he was going to try to create this whole new world. They tried it in San Francisco, disaster, Chicago, dead people all over the place. And yet the people who did this, instead of being humble and saying, you know, it didn't work, and I'm sorry it didn't work. I tried my best, and now I'm going to take another look at it, and maybe we'll govern differently. Instead of doing that, they doubled down, as a cliche goes. And I'm tired of it. I'll tell you, I am sick and tired of it.
Who's paying for his fancy hotel stay? Well, it's not only you know, that. That's an interesting question. He, he has a full security detail. Six yep. men, one woman, different shifts, eight, sixteen, and, and to three shifts, around the clock. I don't begrudge him the security detail because I think there are people who would hurt him. Yes. I um, but who's paying for his, uh, his hotel at about, you know, I figure it's 600 700 a night plus the room service and he and his wife are getting – it's probably a donor of some kind, somebody who he did a favor for, who's made millions and millions. And, of course, we all know the real estate business in New York. That's the that's what they do. Um, they do favors to politicians. The politicians make it easier for them to make money, and then they kick back to the politicians. But going on since uh, it was New Amsterdam, not New York. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, what do you think about Department of Homeland Security Chief Mayorkas? I mean, talk about doubling down, saying that they're just processing everything's uh, under control at the border. And then the disinformation czar, minister of truth, he said she's eminently qualified and knowledgeable and neutral. Well, look, Mayorkas is on his way out. He'll be gone by September. Um, He's a disaster on every level. But I got a kick out of the right wingers, the conservatives jumping up and down about this new truth commission. And I and I said, why are you even bothering to get upset about this? It has no power. None. It can't do anything. Again, anybody with an ounce of common sense knows it's a charade to try to divert attention away from the disaster that's the border. So why is everybody being upset? This is just another dopey, stupid policy that Americans should just at this point be used to by perhaps the worst administration in the country's history. I I don't think they're going to get by Buchanan, who directly caused the Civil War because he wouldn't do anything about the uh, South assembling all their arms. But he's close. He's bad. He is he is bad. And uh, speaking of bad, uh, did you hear what's going on in Times Square with the pot trucks and they're making the marijuana look like candy? I, and, yes, and just, I did. Yep. And that is another Hochul, another uh, Cuomo. You legalize marijuana for recreational purposes. You're basically inviting children to use it. And I don't care. If you're an adult, you want to smoke pot in your basement or eat the little lollipop with pot on it, you go right ahead. Just don't get in a car. But children, once you get intoxicated, and you're talking to a former high school teacher here, once a child becomes intoxicated, the childhood is over. Mm -hmm. And with all the derelict parents we have – not only in New York City, but around the country. All the parents who don't give a rip what their kids do, you make that pot available, and they'll say, oh, they get it now anyway. You know what? It's harder to get it. On Long Island, where I am, it's not easy for kids to get marijuana. They can get it, but it's hard. Bill? You legalize it, it's going to be easy. Bill, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. Uh, based on my experience, I will tell you as follows. Number one, marijuana is a gateway drug to other more serious drugs. Number two, the kids' brains are not formed until they're 26 years of age. Therefore, this is doing enormous damage to their to their brain cells. It's loss of brain cells. Three, as you correctly pointed out, they shouldn't be in cars because when you're stoned on grass, you're as dangerous as if you're drunk driving a dangerous 
instrumentality. This is all about grabbing for dollars for state revenues. And all these states that have done that have done a terrible thing to our country. And by the way, look at the statistics in Colorado. The accident rate went up tremendously because people were driving who were stoned. Ten percent. Ten percent more DUIs. And they don't even have an accurate way to test the pot in your system. It takes a long time. But here's what people don't understand. In a city like New York, which is a constricted area, we have eight and a half million people uh, living in a very small area. Okay, in just by contracts, there are only five hundred thousand people in the entire state of Wyoming. So we're on top of one another here in New York. I would say about four hundred thousand New Yorkers are addicted to hard drugs. That's methamphetamine, cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, whatever it may be. Many of those drug addicts are now going to buy the legal marijuana and then sell it to children to get money to buy their hard drugs. Nobody knows this, but this is an industry that has popped up in Los Angeles, in Portland, Oregon, in Seattle, in Denver, because now it's easy for these drug addicts Rather than stealing and mugging and doing all that, they can just buy the pot, the pot lollipop, and then sell it to a 12-year-old and get their money for heroin. See, this is what I mean. This is called cause and effect, unintended consequences. Have you heard that anywhere? Anywhere. Have you heard? You guys heard that, what I just told you, anywhere? No. 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 Okay. Now, the legislators have to know that if they do any research at all into legalized marijuana. But they don't because they don't care. Well, I can smoke pot, and it's not a gateway drug for me. I never graduated. See, it's all about them. Never once do they project out to the child that doesn't have a responsible family, to the child who's battered and abused and looking for an escape mechanism. No. Don't think about them. It's all, well, I smoked pot when I was a hippie in 1968. It didn't hurt me. Uh Uh-huh. So we live in a very self-centered society, and that's what you see in Albany. You see them all voting for destructive things because they're too stupid to know what the end result will be. No bail law being the first and most dramatic part of that. Well, Bill, let me just extrapolate on that. I've already been in Times Square. They're dealing on every corner. They have card tables open, trucks. There are too many dealers. Now, remember, even though it's decriminalized in New York and New Jersey, you still can't sell. It's illegal to yeah, sell. It's a federal offense. Right. So yeah. now the you're going to have this. isn't going to prosecute it. No, but you're going to see the gangs are going to have shootouts now over who gets the turf to sell. Because there are too many marijuana dealers, and this is the gateway to the world, Times Square, and there's no well, attempt. that should never happen anyway because it's a public safety situation. You can't have a bar, people selling alcohol, on a table in Times Square. Okay? Now, I'm sure they'll do it, but when you have a district attorney who won't prosecute any of this stuff, why not do it? You're not going to – nothing's going to happen. Maybe you they'll haul you down and give you a ticket. You don't pay it. You're like the Blasio. You run up a million and a half dollar debt. (laughs) All right? So this is called anarchy. And that's what we have in law enforcement in New York. Anarchy.
Do you remember when K2, remember when K2 first came out, they were they were selling it in the bodegas and they were making it candy flavored. And then until they saw like the kids walking around like zombies up on 110th Street, 125th, especially 125th in Lexington, mostly you would see it. And that's what I feel like is going to happen here. We're going to see it. What, what does it have to take? I'm not even a f- in fan of the vaping. The vaping shouldn't be candy flavored. The they flavored, shouldn't sell. The yes. flavored cigarettes. What are they doing with those? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The vaping. A lot of kids are addicted to vaping. They're you complete- know what? But here it always comes back to racism. And it is racist because the kids are with the responsible parents. The responsible parents are going to pick up that the kids stoned or vaping. Right? They're going to know. I mean, I raised two kids. And I would know immediately if there was anything wrong with them at all. And, you know, they knew I would know. That was an inhibitor to them. These kids with no supervision, okay, and a lot of them are minority children. Well, who do you think they're going to be selling to? Who do you think is going to be stoned all the time? You don't think this is racism? Yeah, there's some rich white well, kids that's that do they, it. Yeah, that's that's who they hurt the most is the black that's and brown right. kids. Absolutely, that's right. Dumbing down of America. Um, and it's 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 there. You know, if I were up in Albany, if I were Hochul, and believe me, I am so down on her. Oh, mm-hmm. I would be saying, what good is this? Well, we're going to make some extra money. Uh, yeah, and then what are you going to do cost? with it? With the highest tax state in the union, and you can't even fix the roads. So Bill, what do you we, think all that money's we going? Were, we were out in Southampton, and they were, they were discussing, the politicians were discussing, uh, we're going to have an extra uh, million dollars in tax revenue if we uh, uh, pass uh, the uh, marijuana, marijuana law. Mm-hmm. And I said, what the heck are you going to do with a million dollars? For what? What are you going to do with it? Well, the I good, mean, the, you're better <laughs> off raising, if you raised every house by $10. You get the million dollars yep. and, and stay away from the uh, from the drugs. Yeah, but hey, some, some of the towns, I think there were nine towns out on Long Island that said no to the sale of marijuana. Just in their say towns. no. That's what, so the good news is that the local representatives on Long Island, nine of the towns out there, both in Nassau and Suffolk, said no to the legal well, sale. I'd like to see the whole scoreboard every, every sometime. The fact we, that we're we, profiting we, off of children's brain cells being diminished and killed and their success yes, being limited is, is dis- that's the point. vile. They're going to make an extra million in it's the whole vile. town. Now, let me, let me just sinful. make one more point before I go because I know you got a packed show. So a lot of people are uh, very, very upset and scared about Putin threatening nuclear weapons. Okay, We've heard this and heard this and heard this, and there was a comment in Wall Street Journal all over the weekend about it. So I want everybody to know how powerful the United States is in the weapon area, and that is a centerpiece of killing the killers of the secret war on terrorists. This book lays out the weapons that we have, that we are using, that no one knows about because it's all classified information in this book. These weapons are so awesome, and every kid uses that word, but this is literal, so awesome that if Putin ever, ever dared to use a weapon of mass destruction, the technology that the United States has right now in space, active right now, can take him and every cohort in Russia off the map in a day. So people should be reassured. you got to read Killing the Killers. I'm telling you, you are going to learn more about 
um, the world in this book than I think any other book I've seen in recent times. I'm going to be so, listening to you tonight on WABCRadio.com yep. and BillOReilly.com. And at 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, every Monday through Friday, listen to Bill O'Reilly, and he's got one great show. And what are you going to talk about tonight? Well, we're opening it up with um, why the financial markets have turned on Biden. Finally. Is the, and, is the interest rate going to go up a quarter or a half? I don't know. I, I can't make those kind of predictions. I'm but, predicting a quarter because they're going to chicken out. They're not going to raise a half. Let's well, see. the business community has turned point. on him, and that's hurting every single American. And this is really shaping up to be a disaster. Can I get your book on Kindle? Killing the Killers, the Secret War Against Terrorists. You can get it everywhere. We'll come right. to your house and read it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I need a new one. I need a good book. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank right, you, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, we'll, right. we'll talk to you later. We'll be listening later. Right. And 